Welcome back, everyone, to the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. Tonight, we have Mondo and myself, because Todd is having a gastric (laughs) exorcism and will not be able to join us tonight. Um, His ass must be on fire. Who knows what's going on with Todd, but uh, so it's just Mondo and I, and we're going to talk South Park bigger, longer, and uncut our very first musical here on the show yes probably our very last first one, one. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh maybe, maybe greece maybe greece one day maybe right? greece at one point in time yeah. yeah i was gonna put that as my handle mondo bigger wider and then i was gonna say well i can't put on cut because that'd be weird <laughs> cut <laughs> <laughs> how you doing dude i'm doing pretty good you i'm doing all right man we have transitioned to october Yes, that is where all the fun begins, right? Holy fuck, man! I am so goddamn busy in October. Oh, the yeah. amount of interviews I'm doing for the uh, the Horror Squad podcast is ridiculous right now. I mean, I had two today. I have like six just sitting on my desktop that I have to edit. Absolutely oh ridiculous! Uh, all these screen- is, screeners is... coming in. It's it's crazy. It's horror Christmas for you guys, man. It's yeah. like your second Christmas of the year. Well, first technically, <laughs> exactly Christmas. But yeah, I can only imagine. Was you have a what? You said like seven total interviews or something? But just yeah, that that I know of. I mean, that we, you keep, know we, we keep getting more, so it's uh, it's insane, man. Just uh, but some cool. I'm hearing some cool stories. I had the uh, pleasure of talking to four cast members from Hocus Pocus. Uh, I talked to a guy who played both Jason and Michael Myers. Um, what? Yeah, it's, it's, we got some good ones coming out. Just gotta That's sift crazy, through them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you missed out on uh, Halloween '45 out my way. Uh, I know. Uh, did, did you? You didn't go, did you? No, I, I am so. Uh, so con poor. <laughs> yeah, I'm con poor, man. Yeah. I, I just went. I just went to uh, Creepy Eye Con Aftermath. Mm-hmm. Because their first one in February this year was so successful, nice. they launched the second one. Um, and after doing the like financial crunch afterwards, that was the quickest thirteen hundred dollars I've ever spent <laughs> in my life. It when it wasn't even Vegas, it was yeah, or crazy, Disney, man, but, <laughs> or Disney. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But um, we met some bangers, man. I mean, mm. I know you've gone to a lot of cool cons. Uh, you've met a lot of great people, and they've got a lot of good signings. Um, but we met Jack Quaid, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Scream and the boys fame. <laughs> and let me tell you, that dude is so fucking awesome, down to earth. He's tall as fuck. He's 6'1", I think. Mm. Lanky. And um, he's just so cool, man. He looks just like his mom. I You ever get to that point where you meet someone and you're like, I had this idea of what I was going to say. And right. then I totally like word Dude, vomited it. Uh, twice that happened to me where I just, I just fucking could not get anything out. When I met <laughs> Lando Carlosian. Uh, oh shit, Billy D. Billy D. Yeah, and when I met uh, Ernie Hudson um, from the Ghostbusters, oh, uh, because they were so important to my childhood, I just words were just not coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I was like, I was just, I just, I don't know what the fuck I said to them. Uh, I had a hard time picking. They yeah, weren't like, part of Operation Human Shield, were they? Oh uh, well, they, they qualify. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that uh, soon. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're in for a Dude, treat of a review tonight. I walk up to Jack Quaid and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's fucking Jack Quaid!" And I'm like, "I was gonna come up to you, sir, and I was gonna say, oi, cunt,' but uh, 
I didn't want to get in trouble. He's all, I've heard it all. And then I've out of nowhere, I'm like, man, you look just like your mom. And I just finished <laughs> watching her movie Courage Under Fire, and it was really good. Right. <laughs> it was like, okay, randomness. <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, but really cool. We also got to meet Charlie fucking Cox, Daredevil nice. himself. And again, this dude, whether it's because you're paying him money or he's just <laughs> genuinely a nice guy. He like took the time with my daughter and was like, Oh, hello, Chloe. How are you doing? <laughs> I really, she's like, I really hope you're in the next Spider-Man. He's like, how about you start the petition to get me in there? <laughs> I was like, he's super cool. Took pictures and everything. But uh, also Ryan Hurst of Sons mm-hmm. of Anarchy um, and God of War Ragnarok. That was pretty cool. He signed my uh, Mjolnir nice. from the game. I guess spending the 200 to whatever dollars on Ragnarok was worth it in the end. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, but man, it was a totally cool event. Conventions are fun. I never really did them in the past, and now I'm doing them more and more, and it's just fucking cool. It's expensive, mm-hmm. but cool. Yeah. Now, no Jamie Lee Curtis at Halloween 45, though. No, I know. Everyone was hoping this would be the one con she would do. Um, it's just it's just not going to happen, I don't think, anymore. The, that... Carpenter showed up. He was unannounced. He just showed up. Did he? <laughs> nice. He, he, was the, he was there yesterday, yeah, and I guess uh, people were fucking swarming him, dude. Um, yeah no kidding i uh yeah he was an interesting fellow <laughs> when i met him in, uh, in he Texas. seems so like over it like everything. yeah 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 absolutely is he yeah he, well I, he like he gave me shit right <laughs> uh, for what I, because i so i had two prints i i had uh someone else's print and my print to have signed and okay he's like what color do you want on that's i'm like red because that's you know what the other one had asked for he he like writes half his autograph he's like red looks like shit so he like throws the pen away grabs the silver and signs over it you know oh and, my and then he goes to my poster and my poster so i have a halloween poster signed by the majority of the cast including jamie lee curtis and oh shit they all signed in bronze like slash gold right so this pretty okay. similar color and he doesn't fucking he's like what do you want i'm like oh can i have it in bronze right he's like nah that'll look like shit so he just grabs a fucking silver pen pen and just signs in silver so i have one silver signature and all bronze slash gold but i thought it was funny because he's like an old just crotchety man yeah it made my my day you think he's always been that way or is this no probably not it's just age i mean that's how people get right I mean, Dad, look, look, look at Todd, 36, and he's giving South Park ah, a score. Again. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait till we give his score on this at the end for those yeah. who haven't seen it yet on Letterboxd. Um, yeah. It's fucking insane. But and I, I, I'm going to break the rules a little bit. So uh, we discussed Uh-oh. offline that we're not going to discuss news on this episode. But it's just there's a couple things I want to ask you because there's fuck the news in the last two, three weeks have been ridiculous. And we can't just yeah. like glide over some of those stories. <laughs> so there was a um, massive leak at Xbox because oh, yeah. of their acquisition of uh, Activision. And in that leak, we found out a few very, very interesting uh, tidbits of information. Number one, um, their next console is going to come out in 2028. So whatever the next iteration Soon. of the Xbox. So, well, it's, I mean, it's like four, five, five, five years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they did plan to have a mid-year kind of Xbox, but I don't know if that's still in the plan because the, the leak was like two, three years old. But the one piece of information that I think got a lot of people talking is they are hell-bent 
on acquiring Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> what was up with that, dude? Yeah, so I mean that's fucking that's crazy. Wild. Do you think I mean I feel like I feel like Nintendo's like the silent predator where they don't have to go to 4K next gen because their shit is just so good the way it is now. I mean, mm. unless you're Mortal Kombat 11 trying to port that over. Jesus, that wow. Fucking, fucking disaster that was. I mean, I think Grand Theft Auto 3 Remastered might have been better than that shit, and that's not saying much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's wild because Nintendo has always been so successful. Their games hardly ever go on sale. Never. Everybody mm-hmm. fucking loves Nintendo, and I mean... Game Boy Color, all that shit. We, I mean, I, in my experience in my life thus far, if you want to talk about the hardest console to get for me, it was always going to be like the Wii. The Wii was always so fucking difficult to find. I think harder than these new oh ones, God. Series X and PS5. Right? I, 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 I was like chasing fucking delivery men in my car. Right. Don't forget why now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So to hear that Xbox was hell bent on getting them, I'm just shocked because I didn't think Nintendo was a seller i mean i guess everyone's got the right price so but that's huge well i don't think nintendo had much say in this i think this is an internal they're just like what xbox email (laughs) uh now to phil spencer's point who's the one who really wants nintendo in his idea is like yeah nintendo's doing great they sold let's say i don't know 50 million copies of mario kart right for example yeah it might be more than that but let's just say 50 million for argument's sake he's like 50 million is great but if you go with Xbox, not only do you get also the Xbox base, but you get the PC base. So that 50 yes. million sold could easily be 350 million sold because it. it would be available for a lot of people. So they're they're basically telling them get out of the hardware zone and start like thinking of more like the cloud or like more selling your software everywhere. So that's I think their idea behind it. But here's my problem with them, and and this is just a me opinion, which means it's not worthy of much other than me talking out of my ass sometimes. But I'm all like, obviously, we could talk for days about how great Game Pass has been and will continue to be. I mean, they raised their prices alongside everyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone else screamed about all the other prices except for Game Pass because you're still getting pretty good value. Mm-hmm. But my problem is, as well as Xbox is doing, with Game Pass and acquisitions, I still think they're struggling mightily with their first party stuff. <clears throat> and what I mean by that, excuse me, is like you have good indie games, you have really good um, games that you're throwing out. I still like Play Tale. I thought those were great. You have good stuff, but you don't have your console to find anything like Halo. Halo was a, I think it's safe to say, was kind of a letdown. Um, the last one, I well. It... It made a lot of money, right? And if you're depends Correct. how you're Things measuring, yeah, yeah, it depends what your measure is. Like fan perception, it it was a, a disappointment, a but money wise, because people still play it online to this day, they still buy still successful fucking yeah. like you know all these packs and everything. It's super successful money wise. So I just <laughs> I guess I'm just being greedy because I know there have been some really great titles on Xbox like Gears of War, and I mm-hmm. want a good Gears of War. You know, yeah. I want we we as players are always going to win because we're fortunate enough to be able to afford our own yeah, shit exactly. and to rely on our parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I I love the healthy competition. Um, PlayStation is definitely lacking in areas that after the firing of Jim Ryan, hopefully they yeah, which was uh, the other well, I guess I should yeah. resigning of Jim yeah, Ryan, right? <laughs> right, but uh, 
it was a firing. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be that healthy competition that drives that market, you know, um, because mm-hmm. PlayStation and Xbox can be the juggernauts they are, keep fighting, and fucking Nintendo could come out of left field and say, hey, we're releasing Mario Kart, right. I don't know, 10 or whatever they're on, and it's on 4K, and people would fucking lose their mind because mm-hmm. it would be it would be game of the year automatically. Yeah, I mean, right. Nintendo just Nintendo's just that fucking sneaky, sneaky assassin, dude. <laughs> they are, yeah. I, I'm ready for um, Xbox mm-hmm. to finally. I know they filed the junction again or some shit for the. Uh, I, I think it's almost over at this point. Uh, the decision will be out maybe by the time this episode's out. Um, yeah, so. that's the way our luck is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so probably tomorrow, I just, <laughs> the day after. I, want, we I just want to play that. Uh, I want to play those storylines with the new Modern Warfare. This way, I don't have to buy it. Oh, exactly. So. I just want to download it. But yeah, pretty crazy shit. So, what did you think about the Jim Ryan house scene? Uh, yeah, he definitely got fired. Um, I, I think he's been saying a lot of shit that like kind of made PlayStation look bad recently, uh, especially in the acquisition thing with Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's talking out of his ass, you know, he's very confident. And I think that confidence is starting to hurt PlayStation because, yeah. you know, they're, yes, they have amazing <laughs> games, but they only have like two or three a year and they need, they start to need to putting more stuff into it. The price hike really is going to hurt them, I think, because yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a big price hike that they put through. Um, now there's the hacking. Yeah, imagine thing. how I don't oh, know the hacking about. sucks too, dude. I got the alert for that shit here. <laughs> yeah, I've been compromised. All right, Fuck! again. Okay, yeah, um, seriously. But look at well, look what's out. And I know you said you know they have like one or two games that come out a year, and and that's a fair assessment. But fucking Spider Man Two is coming out. Is coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. And there are going to be millions of people who haven't, who are either haven't bought it, are going to play it day one, mm. and that game is going to be a fucking banger. Oh, you for sure. Already know what that play, and it sucks because me as a gamer, I'm going to love playing it, but I wish that, you know, like that's a, that's a PlayStation exclusive, so nobody on Xbox. I think PC will be able to get it too. Not for um, a while. That's not for problem. a while though, right? Yeah. So that's what's crazy is because that's where I feel like PlayStation sometimes has the upper hand because they may not release as often, mm-hmm. but when they do, the market feels it because there's no way uh, the night before when the, when the, uh, what you might call it, they allow the reviews to come out. That motherfucking thing's going to be 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 everywhere. I'm oh yeah, absolutely. There's no, no doubt about it. I really hope there's a line in that game and it's totally going off topic, but I hope there's a line in the game where Tony Todd comes out and says, we are not a horror actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, would, uh, that would be amazing. Just for you guys. Yeah, just, just for, for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wish you, I was I was uh, talking off chat with Todd probably about a week or two ago and I'm like, you motherfuckers need to hurry up and get a PS5 because mm. I mean, they already have it. You know, PS PS Five version of Spider Man Two. Y'all need to get it now. Man. Yeah, but they keep, also... they keep teasing like a uh, their mid year regen like soon, right? Like a, a, yeah, a like slim, year, like, right? I don't know what I feel about that because I saw this like rumored specs, mm-hmm. and it's basically like the digital version with an right. attachable disc reader. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of shit going on. With that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't need the the disc anymore. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm usually that type of guy who buys every iteration of the consoles, especially the newer ones. I'm not mm-hmm. getting this one. Like I'm right. good. It's yeah. unless it unless it gives you a blowjob straight out the <laughs> box. Like I'm good. Yeah. Um, because I don't need that shit. But 
Yeah, man, that's a that's a lot of crazy stuff. That I, I'm curious to see what it, we have a fucking Assassin's Creed coming out. Again. Oh my god, yeah, this end week. of this week. By the time, yeah, by the time this shit hits, I'll already be playing it. Hopefully, halfway through. So, um, I'm stoked out for that fucking game. Are you getting it day one? Or are you waiting? I'm getting it day one. I won't play it day one because I'm still into Starfield. So, um, oh man, it's gonna be sitting there when game. I'm ready. Yeah. Have you seen the new Cyberpunk stuff? That um, yeah, the it looks new great. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Man, I I'm itching to re-download it and play that shit too. Like, it looks yeah. good, and I kind of wish some elements of it were in Starfield. But you know, yeah, but you know, like, it took three years, right, to get Cyberpunk kind of where it needs to be. So we'll see what happens hey, to could, Starfield. Kudos to CD Projekt Red though for oh, yeah. for at least investing because it could have been another um, anthem and all that shit. Paper oh, easily. Paper. I'm surprised it isn't and, actually. So yeah, definitely yeah, kudos. I, I to thought CD for a Project minute they were gonna. Yeah, I thought they were going to totally bounce on it and just move on because they're they already talked about they're developing the sequel, right? To, yep. To, to uh, this game, so mm-hmm. anywho, um, that's a lot of tangent talking, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's only two of us this week, so no trivia. Yeah, no, 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 like, we, we need to fill it with something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I've got a few things I've been watching. All right. I don't know about you. Uh, I have one I, movie and one TV show that I want to talk about. So. Uh, I've got all right, I'll take uh, the first one because it's mm-hmm. a movie I saw about two weeks ago. Um, I finally caught up with Spider Man Across the Universe. Oh, good. And I was kind of a it wasn't as good as the first one. Thank you. So, like people like giving you shit for it. Like I it was good. It I just it wasn't as yeah, good. You know? It was good. Don't take my tone as a like, oh, it was terrible, but it didn't catch lightning in the bottle like mm-hmm. it did for you know the second time around however there were still really cool elements spoiler alert because i'm going to say shit that i want um all the spider-mans that they show in there i love it that's so reminiscent of ready player one it's just there's so much that you can you have to pause it it's like there's to too much it, right? it's weird it's like yeah yeah and i really like i wanted to know like every spider-man and where they were from because right. they give you a little tidbits during mm-hmm. the movie like spider-man so-and-so whatever uh, i saw insomniac spider-man insomniac miles yeah. morales that was pretty cool um, I really wish there was a Tom Holland one, but there wasn't. Wasn't there? Uh, wasn't there a reference to Tom Holland in the movie? I think there was a reference. It's been a while, so it's been yeah. like a month since I've seen it. But um, really loved how they incorporated the multiverse, just like we're seeing in the MCU itself. Uh, I thought that was cool. Um, Oscar Isaac's man, I can just give an Oscar already. No pun intended, because uh, yeah, right. The dude is just fun, fucking phenomenal. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it just yeah, it didn't really hit as as well as I thought it would. I like where it's going, but yeah, nothing compared to the first. And then see, okay, clarify this for me. You are, you are the all-knowing father. You are, what's his name? The dude from <laughs> uh, the, the the seer, the watcher. Oh, the watcher. Really Just the watcher. The watcher? Yeah. I was. I thought he started with a U. His name. U. The watcher. Oh yeah, it's say, Uatu. Uatu. I was gonna Uatu. say Udapau, but that's a planet in a fucking Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> uh, he. When we get to see fucking uh, what's his name, the Nightcrawler dude, um, Miles's uncle. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. It's a uh, Prowler. Prowler, seeing him live action Prowler in that yeah. movie, is that live action Prowler from MCU six one six? I think so. I, I think I, so too. Right. I, th- I think Safe that was say? the reference probably that I was thinking of was yeah, that's yeah because it has that, to be right. Same actor. He kind of mentions Miles like. Yeah, slyly and uh yeah and spider-man so so is this our breadcrumb that the next spider-man may have him in there in that costume i hope <sighs> that i'm not sure because i have just a like feeling... as a minor 
yeah i don't know about that maybe just as like a throwaway um i, I don't know where they're going with the next spider-man to be honest like it's you know i heard it's going to be a, a ground level uh spider-man with daredevil um and it's going to be scorpions coming back it's going to be like a smaller scale it's not going to be like a world traveling yeah but they need to uh, introduce but... miles morales already you know it's like uh, that's what i think that's what they're kind of gearing for is they're going to introduce him in mm-hmm. this new trilogy rumor trilogy so right um but it was a good movie i enjoyed it definitely not like the first one um so that's spider-man across the universe what'd you give it out of five um good question let me pull it up on my letterbox because i totally forgot <laughs> i think i gave it like a like a three and a half or something Ooh. that's where the first one was pretty much perfect <laughs> yeah spider-man across let's see I hate when you try to spell something on your yeah, I know. phone. And Letterboxd I mean, is ruthless. It will not let you oh, have one fucking like, mistake. I spell out Soiderman. What the fuck is Soiderman? <laughs> um, three and a half out of five. So just half a star below your rating. Yeah, yeah, I get a four. So that's still pretty good. Um, it's good. It was a good watch. It's not as good as the first one. Yeah. So speaking of uh super powered people, I Yes, you watched it. Uh, well, it's not it's not Gen V is, is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, I thought it was no, Gen, uh, I thought it's it was Gen not. V. No, unfortunately, I wish. I haven't started it yet. I'm going to start it this week. Uh, I'm talking about Blue Beetle. Blue <laughs> Beetle? Yeah, God so I, damn. I finally got to check out DC's newest uh, adventure, Blue Beetle. So I'm not super familiar with Blue Beetle, to be honest with you, uh, which is a, both a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because I got to kind of discover this character through the movie, but it's a bad thing because there are probably some great references that I were completely lost on me. So this is a story of a uh, Mexican kid living in the U.S. It's like a fictional Miami from what, I, I forget what the actual name of the place is. And he, uh, through a series of events, gets access to this Blue Beetle kind of thing that turns him into like Iron Man, but blue with, you know, he's like a mix of Spider-Man and Iron Man. That's basically what he looks Moon, like. Moon Knight Iron Man. Yeah, kind of. And it even has, it, I swear it felt like it was a mix of Iron Man and Spider-Man because he's kind of an innocent kind of teen while uh, he's in the suit. It like talks to him and he talks to the suit, like go into auto kill mode, you know, which is like almost beat for beat something that happens to Spider-Man. And then he goes after other villains who have, of course, similar powers to him. Because every fucking movie has to have a hero, a villain every superhero. with the same stupid powers as as the Obadiah hero. Obadiah Stane, Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, they're all the there's Aquaman. so many. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 kind of stupid. Anyway, uh, so he does that, and that's basically the gist of the movie. I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole uh, plot. You can watch it for yourself. So I like it was enjoyable <laughs> enough. You know, like that. I really like the guy who plays. Uh, Blue Beetle, I think he's pretty good, and I heard that they're keeping him in the DC uh, Universe reboot, so that's pretty cool. But the one who steals the show in this is fucking George Lopez. Oh, George, great. George Lopez it steals every fucking scene he's in this movie. It's He's so good. He plays uh, the Blue Beetle's like, uncle and shit, and I like most of the family, except the grandma for reasons that you have to watch the movie to understand. I thought they did something too ridiculous with her. George Lopez, man. Fantastic. So uh, the movie itself, though, super fucking cliche. Uh, It's beats I've seen a million times before. It's a CGI fest at points. The villains are kind of boring. 
it's just it's fucking DC. Like DC needs to just wipe their goddamn Stop. slate clean. Forget everything that happened in the past, like DC universe wise, except Peacemaker, because Peacemaker yes. needs to go on. Actually, he just confirmed he's, he's writing Peacemaker season two right now. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm super looking forward to Peacemaker, but this two and a half stars out of five, which is actually oh. not terrible for a DC film these days, but it's just the same old shit with them. I, I can't. If it's not Batman, I'm like, just not into it. Even the worst MCU film is better than any DCU film. Oh my god, yeah. But like, I don't know if that's because I know Marvel more. Like, I don't know what it is, but the DC films have just been so shit. God damn! They're like, not good. I, I saw the trailer for Aquaman when I went to see. Um, oh yeah, I saw, uh, that too. saw X yesterday, and God, it looks boring. <laughs> it's like so generic again. It just, I don't know, man. They need to stop. I think they're contributing very negatively to the superhero fatigue. Yeah, like I, uh, I mean, you've got great characters, but I don't know that those characters have great stories to tell. I think you can only go so far, but. I don't know. I mean, James Gunn's. This was the last one, right? This is the last one pre James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, No, well, Aquaman is going to be the last one pre James Gunn. But then everything else after this is pretty much brand new. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, does something good. Um, I watched episode one of Gen V. Okay. I know they released. Excuse me. They released uh, three Mm -hmm. episodes on uh, the first night, but I only watched one because I was fucking tired. And let me tell you, you're in for a fucking ride. Because it has everything from the boys. Nice. I mean, the humor, the quirkiness, the gore, the blood, the violence. You even get to see a dick again really quick. I mean, of course you do. And, and it's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. because I, you know, I'm 36 going on 37 at the end of this year, right? And I can confidently say that I've seen more dicks in movies and shows in the last. <laughs> five years than i ever have like prior yep. and fucking the boys just do not hold back they're <laughs> like hey we're thinking about putting a dick in this oh do you think we can get away with it yeah okay okay we're gonna get away with us add mm-hmm. veins and this and that <laughs> yeah. and everything so fucking hilarious i gotta watch the next two um but it looks super promising and arnie's boys in it so oh, nice um he's kind of center stage in it too so okay. it's kind of cool um, because he has a scene in there that my, I told my wife, I'm like, yeah, it's Arnold's son, Patrick. Mm. And she's like, oh, it doesn't look like him. And then we get to a scene in the first episode. You're like, yeah, he looks like his <laughs> like, like Terminator style. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is Gen V. Definitely tune in if you got the Amazon Prime and watch that. Yeah, yeah, I, de- I definitely will. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have time for it. So that's not the show I want to talk about. But I'm sure you have watched the show I'm talk- I want to talk about as Ahsoka. Oh. Which we are, which just for the record, it'll be over by the time this releases. But there's one episode left by the time we were, we're yes. recording today. And holy shit, man, this is just the best kind Perfect. of fan service ever. Like it's Perfect. it's rebels and Clone Wars, like just come real life. And I've been loving every second of it. It's it's so good. Thrawn is just so good. Fine. So just to see him on screen, I, I still get excited yeah. about it. And I've seen him two episodes now. Yeah, you know? uh, <laughs> that's it's been great. What are what are your um? Only because we'll, the episode will already have passed by mm-hmm. the time we record the second our second episode for the month. But where do you think uh? Where do you think it's going? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, well, I think Thrawn's going to go to uh you know the the main galaxy, 
and start yeah. his you know heir to the empire essentially storyline and uh, that's what is going to start playing out i think throughout the whole star wars universe so mandalorian ahsoka oh, yeah. and the acolytes maybe the movies like all that all the next stuff is I maybe mean, not the acolytes right that's a different that was, timeline i think it's a hundred years before Fantastic. yeah it's a hundred years before so but the the dave filoni movie i, I think is going to be uh what the, do you think uh who do you think is calling Balin's skull? That's a tough one. You know, I don't. I don't know. But rumor, do you have an rumor idea? Is, rumor is maybe Bendu. If you watched Rebels, which is like a big, uh, I guess a lot of people would refer to him as like a gray type Force user who right. is either he just either represents the Sith or yeah, correct. People are saying that people who are, are fans of the Legends or expanded universe are are saying it's Abeloth, who was a very strong force user that was banished from the galaxy. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I think you saw it with Merrick, with Maruk, Merrick, whatever, mm-hmm. where everyone thought he was Starkiller or something yeah, that right. turned out to be like fucking dark magic. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I want it. I hope it's not Palpatine. Because oh, no. we get that whole story in Exegol and all that stuff. All right. I love the sequels. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's going to be something wholly recycled from Expanded Universe, and it's going to get us, all us nerds, to to blow one load in the forge. <laughs> Dave Filoni is going to fill it. He's going to yeah. get the chills down his back. But Ahsoka has been such a great blend of fan service, expanding new things. I mean, the Night mm. Sisters in live action. Yeah fucking great the main night sister for those of you who don't know uh was the voice actress behind chloe and uncharted hmm. um she was one of the huntress in uh, pitch black nice. uh, the movie about riddick um very fucking claudia black i think is her name so um yeah soka has been great the samurai themes um yeah fucking sabine wren better use the force in this last episode oh she sure. was yeah. i need it i need it in my heart and uh <laughs> thrawn is definitely going to the universe with that big ass fucking ring and uh I think we're going to have Ahsoka left behind hmm. and uh, somebody's getting left behind. Yeah. Something bad after, after Ezra dropped in this last episode, you guys, I'm really finally thinking I'm going home. <laughs> Either Ezra's dying or someone's getting left behind. Something terrible is going to happen. I feel like so. Yeah. I don't know we'll if anyone's going to die, but yeah. See if your real cool. <laughs> that was fucking great. Dude. That, that was oh, basically them people. trying to get Leia without having Leia. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Which is like awesome and sad at the same time because yeah. she passed away. Um, because that would have totally been Leia had she still been alive. A hundred percent. The one thing, the one thing that's kind of crazy that's causing a lot of dis, uh, discourse on social media, which what doesn't nowadays. Um, definitely, Filoni is going to pull all these shows together, right? Mm. Um, but how do you have a movie of this caliber without the OG trilogy characters who are still alive yeah. during this time? Do you recast them? Do you have stand-ins? Right. Uh, like, what do we do? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I for one, I don't mind if they're in it or not. But I don't know, dude. Ahsoka's fucking amazing. <laughs> so maybe who's, you know, who might be calling Balin now that I think about it? Who? It could be Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, fucking, he's a Mon Badger. Oh my god, I, I swear I'd blow my load if that. <laughs> that was Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, Misa feel like something in the force, eh? Yeah, that'd be amazing. I think I think Jar Jar's Canadian. Yeah, 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 maybe uh, he could be a new piece. Maybe. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, man. Okay, real quick, my reading. We are in the spooky season. Um, so forgive me for sharing some horror stuff, but they just dropped a six short story uh, book on Amazon for Prime members. Anyone can buy it, but for Prime members, it's free. Um, I believe it's called The Creature Features, unrelated to the homie Marla, uh, but I'm sure she'll love the title. Um, and it's basically got six short stories uh, regarding like from popular authors like uh, Joe Hill, uh, Grady Hendrix, and, and to name a few others. So I did read one last night by Grady Hendrix, who I think is a great fucking horror writer. His is called Ankle Scratcher. Um, really cool, weird story. Um, essentially, a father and son share a common uh, thread with something spooky and scary because it's a scary book. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it's too easy to spoil it, but uh, it involves checking under your bed and things following you throughout the course of your life. And yeah, definitely cool read. Only about 20 pages or so. If you have Prime, it's free. If you don't, I believe the entire collection is like $6. Um, so with those caliber of authors, um, I mean, who knows? Shit, we may have Eric on there one day and Todd <laughs> writing alongside these dudes. Oh, wait, we do, because Todd's <laughs> going to be on there too. Right. Um, but definitely give it a read. Um, and then as far as, that's all you had for the night, right? Yep. Um, just, I've been playing a lot of Starfield still. Me too. Um, <laughs> that's that's why I'm not. Yeah, I just, much. I think I'm having a little bit of a different experience than most. Mm -hmm. Only because this is my first Bethesda game yeah. ever. And so I'm kind of, there's, there's highs and lows, mm -hmm. um, but we're definitely going to talk about that and review it um, mm -hmm. coming up in the next few episodes. Yep. Um, and then I cannot stop this segment without talking about real quick, division two content, <laughs> of course. Ah! <laughs> more, more content, more stuff. It's awesome. It's amazing. I can't wait. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Division and they, two, they announced Division Three. Division Three. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude. So nonchalantly. Just <laughs> oh, the like, world. Hey, way, guys. Yeah. 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 Hey, you guys want to know something? Division Three is coming out, and here's the guy in charge, Julian Garrity. And oh, yeah, we're assembling a team. What, what, what shocked me, and I forgot to send it to you guys, was that I mean, sure, these games make a lot, but for it to have hit over a billion dollars, I think it's pretty significant because. Mm -hmm. Billion dollar games are hard fucking hitters. We're yeah. talking Halo, we're talking Grand Theft Auto, yeah. all that shit. So to know that they're there and then Ubisoft's gonna start Division Three, like motherfuckers, number one, stop laying off people, you assholes. You're making a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Um, and number two, um, give me some more Division Three because that shit's gonna be dope. Anyways, so that's all where, I got. Just out of curiosity, where do you want Division Three? Man, I I know a lot of people are throwing out there Chicago. Some people want you know, out of the U.S., I, because I live in the United States, I would love a, you know how Grand Theft Auto, it was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas gave you three maps, gave you one map with three locations, right? Mm -hmm. They gave you like a small version of L.A., Vegas, and all that. Yeah. I kind of want a division that encompasses something similar to where I would love like a West coast to like Vegas type thing. And I know mm -hmm. that's asking a lot, but to have like that, those two major cities, because right now you have DC and then you could travel to Las Vegas or excuse me to uh, New York. Right? right. I would love if they had something similar to that, where it's like you have an LA map, you have a fucking Vegas map, 
and maybe something in between in the desert. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking phenomenal. But a lot of people want weather. They want the snow back. I think you've said it before that they did snow, right? Yeah, oh my God. It was, like, the, the, it was the best snow I've ever seen in the game. Like realistic snow. I mean, I would I would not be against it being in Chicago or Boston. Maybe we'll get Joe there in his terrifying yeah, costume, right. pissing people off on Reddit. Um, but yeah, I I'm I'm just down for more Division Three. I mean, I love that fucking game to death. Surprised I don't have a fucking tattoo of it yet. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I can't wait to see where where they bring it and what they do differently in uh, the third one. It's gonna be amazing. All right, <laughs> we don't have. Any trivia because Todd is shitting his brains out at this moment. I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just gonna dive right into it, man. Your uh, your movie pick for the night. Yeah, let me just pull it up here. Let's I'll pull, 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 pull it out. Pull it out, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> just... I can't wait to talk about this. All right, so South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Nineteen ninety nine, directed by Trey Parker, written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Of course, that is the creators of South Park right there. Uh, Synopsis is when Stan Marsh and his friends go see an R-rated movie, they start cursing and their parents think that Canada is to blame. (laughs) So the the gist of the story is pretty much that. The new Terrence and Philip, which is their favorite TV show, has a movie coming out in the theaters, and it's way more um, vulgar than the tv show that they're used to so they start saying all sorts of bad words and stan's mom is not going to have it so she basically starts a revolution blaming canada because terrence and philip are canadian and uh, wants to essentially have a war with canada and wipe them off the earth because they don't you know they're mad about the swearing meanwhile satan uh, hears about this plan with his uh his boyfriend Saddam. saddam hussein and uh they that is the last sign of the apocalypse so he can essentially take over the earth once Terrence and Philip are killed as that is the final sign. So that's basically the gist of the story. It's basically a big uh, play on South Park having a movie and being way more vulgar than the TV show. This is This was done, I believe, between season either two and three or three and four of South Park. So this is very, very early South Park. I mean, it doesn't have butters in it yet or anything like that. So my first question before we talk about the movie to you, because the reason I picked this, and I'll just say that, one, I thought it'd be funny to do a musical because we're never going to, well, we're not going to do musicals often. Two, it's a movie that I haven't seen in a long time that I thought was funny at the time, and I was curious to revisit it. And three, it's, it's, man, in high school, we all talked about South Park because I was in grade 11 when it came out, and it was just like the shit you know so i'm curious you did you watch the show when did you first see the movie and uh, what, what's your experience with south park the fran- the the franchise before the movie so as you were doing the intro right now i went back to see when south park actually debuted it debuted in 97 august yeah. of 97 so i was 10 years old going on 11 <laughs> um when when this first came out and i could tell you um seeing the commercials because i think it did debut on comedy central back then as well um Seeing the commercials, I was like, what is this crazy, stupid looking like paper mache um, series coming out? And we always would watch it. We were we were kind of those kids who parents were always working. So grandma took care of you and grandma didn't speak English. So you can get away with a lot of shit. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, the fuzzy porn channels and everything, you name it. Right. Um, so I remember my cousins and I watching like episode one and it was just 
for my grandma who doesn't didn't speak English to be like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, I know those words, at least um, we were extremely prohibited from watching South Park. We would have to sneak it and having to sneak it just made you want to watch it more. Right. Naturally, as a kid. Um, so my experience with South Park is we fucking loved it because it said everything that you weren't supposed to say and it was coming from kids now kind of fast forward a little bit to the movie i have never seen the movie in its entirety because my parents would always catch me watching it <laughs> they would always catch me like when it came out like on vhs or wherever it was dvd they were like you can't see that and so i other than like a few snippets like i love you or <laughs> um i fought on your grave oh uncle fucker like a few things like i'd never seen it until you picked it i didn't even know it was a fucking musical so <laughs> that was it was even more shocking but yeah i south park has been something that's been like i think south park and family guy are like the two raunchiest fucking <laughs> shows that are cartoons and deceptful on tv so bad that i i wouldn't even let my i, I understand why i wasn't allowed to watch it because Holy fuck, but correct me if I'm wrong, they cussed a lot when the show first came out that they had to kind of... Not to this level. Uh, not to this level? No, okay. not at all to this level. Uh, sure, they cussed a little bit. It was more like stuff like ass and, you know, shit. Not, not no fuck. The, the sure. easier ones, yeah. Definitely yeah, yeah. No fuck yeah. Yeah, no and stuff like that. So it wasn't nearly as vulgar as what the movie, which is kind of the oh, whole the point of the movie, right? Fuck, yeah, it's rated R, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this was... This was like heydays too, where it was the, the common thing that everybody watched South Park for was how was Kenny gonna die? Yeah, right. Because Kenny died in like every fucking every episode. episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then you bring this R-rated one, and I just you know what? I think it hits me different too, because having doing this pod with you and you're Canadian, mm -hmm. like I've never known a Canadian. Well, I've known Canadians, I have family members that are technically Canadians, but not like steve canadian so <laughs> so it's a little different for me so this whole time i'm watching it with just this smile on my face because i'm like steve kind of is like terrence and philip at times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> am i adopted <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, yeah right <laughs> oh man but just i mean this whole when <clears throat> they started saying fucking stuff in this uh in this fucking movie i was like <laughs> this is amazing for all the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah yeah, no, was, I so yeah, I, I started watching South Park right from the beginning because it was super popular uh, when I was in high school, and this and Jerry Springer were becoming popular yeah. at the same time. So this is the time Jerry Springer turned into like basically, uh, you know, people throwing chairs at fighting each other and, and like yeah. fighting and everything. And Steve uh, Wilkos would like go in the middle of it, uh, people fucking like <laughs> yell his name. So it was like, a, and this is also during wrestling's Attitude Era. It was just a different yep. time, like 97 to it 2000. It was the perfect time. Yeah. And this is perfect for me because 97 to 2000 is grade 9 to 11, right? So uh, I, I think you guys call it, I forget what you call it, high school? We call it high school. Yeah. Okay, because us we call high school from grade 7. So it's, it's okay. like a different system, right? Um, so anyway, so it was like the perfect time for me because this is like my impressionable years. <laughs> as opposed oh, this is your Eminem years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so that's why when this movie came out, I saw it in theater and I just absolutely loved it. It's a, it's a great parody on, you know, American, you know, certain Americans are a little too touchy with everything. You know, they... Certain? They, All of them right yeah. now. 
no, exactly. It's funny because it's still relevant to this day, right? This is absolutely 20, almost 25 years later, and you still have people trying to tell you what you can and can't watch. And Correct. it's just, it's hilarious. It's funny. They actually um, interviewed at that time, one of the former prime ministers of Canada, asking him if they were insulted Shit. by the fact that, you know, they make fun of Canadians. It's like, well, and she said, and yes, she, we, we had female prime minister. <laughs> oh, um, no, that's unheard of here. Yeah. yeah. She said that. Uh, no, it's actually more, it looks more poorly on Americans than it does on Canadians in the movie, because they're the ones kind of causing the war over basically nothing, right? Exactly. Um, so going into the movie itself, man, this is like, they raunch it up <laughs> so fucking much uh, just right away. So it starts off innocently enough. It shows, uh, it does. I think it's Stan that's just like singing how much he loves his, uh, you know, yep. his winter mountain town. And then they go to the movie and they get rejected because they can't see the movie because it's uh, rated R. Eight dollars for a movie, too. Like, yeah. holy shit, I want that price back. I had like five tickets. Terrence the Phil, please. No! No! Nope. <laughs> nope. it, it ends the song, like, abruptly. Uh, so they, Why not, they, man? They pay a bum to go see it. And Terrence and Philip fucking just, oh my God, the stuff they say is. Absolutely so raunchy. fucking terrible. Man. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the, one of the most famous songs from the movie is Uncle Uncle Fucker. Uncle Fucker. <laughs> so it's I didn't realize how terrible that song was until this. He's like, "You a fucking fucking stay." I want. I'm gonna find up the lyrics right now because uh-huh. that shit was shut your fucking so... face, Uncle Fucker. Uncle Fucker. You're a boner ass classic king, Uncle Fucker. You You're know it. Uncle... See? Yes, you know I do, it. and I'll tell you why I know it. So I went to Daytona for spring break in 2000. So this is right after this movie came out. And yeah. so it's a 27 to 29 hour drive from oh, where I live to uh, to Daytona, uh, Florida. And the dude I sat next to listened to this fucking CD the entire 27 to 29 hours oh on repeat. God. So I know all the songs. Well, I did at some point know all the songs by heart. And I remember some of them, this one in particular, because it's so uh, striking. <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Uh-huh. You're the one that fucked your uncle, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> you don't eat or sleep or mow the lawn. You just fuck your uncle all day long, Uncle oh, yeah. Fucker. <laughs> like, and to see the people walking out of the movie theater is just hilarious because it's happened and it still happens to this day. And everyone is so offended by it. <laughs> and then you've got these fucking boys in the front that are just, what? Oh my, they said what? And then they start mimicking him and what they're saying. And they're like, uh-huh. Uncle Fucker, like... That, that's us as kids, man, because how many of us haven't been disappointed trying to go to the movies and being told you can't watch it because it's PG-13 or rated R? Like, right. that that was also, like, a cool little thing, too, just knowing that, hey, we've been there before. Like, we know what that's like to hear hear shit and be like, I'm going to say it at sixth grade class <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. I mean, like, it's so true because at that time, how many people were saying fucking suck it? And, All uh, the time, yeah. Generation like, X, dude. And The Rock. Like, anything The Rock said, yeah. too, right? Like, no, you roll and shut your mouth, or I want Poon Tank yeah. Fire. Like, people are so impressionable. Yes. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, fucking what's up? Like, how many times do we have to hear that fucking shit? Yeah. Uh, so they were, like, right on the ball with that. And I love that right away, not only do they make fun of basically what kids are going to be like when they see South Park movie, but they also yeah. make fun of their animation. Like oh, the yep. animation's all crappy, and then they show like the worst kind of like animation for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like how much this movie is very um, aware, like self-aware 
of what it is and kind of plays on it. It's it's That's why the show's so successful to this day. Yeah, which like, is crazy, right? I mean, like fuck, like Law and Order. Every now and then, we'll do like a oh shit, let's do a real life case type thing, and it doesn't really hit. But fucking South Park does it. I mean, they just did their fucking COVID nineteen episodes during COVID, which yeah. fucking it hit really hard too. Yeah, and th- so this movie is also significant in the way that a lot of people thought this was the end of Kenny. And that was actually yeah. what the intention of the writers at that time was to kill off Kenny for good in the movie. Cause then, you know, it made the movie more significant. Yeah. I love when Kenny dies in this movie. So it happens Fucking... a lot in the show. So you're kind of used to it, but when he goes up to heaven with all yes. the, the naked ladies the, and the then he presses the button and he gets everything. like sent to hell because like, died. yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. so funny. God, I love that scene. It's uh the play between and I will we'll expand on it um later on, but the play between fucking Satan and Saddam Hussein. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. There are things that I was like, they really just showed that. Like yeah. that's fucking wild. But yeah, him him dying because he tried to light his imitate uh Terrence and Philip by yep. lighting his fucking fart on fire. He fucking dies. And the surgery that the doctors are performing just with George Clooney ripping stuff out. Yeah. Ripping shit out and cutting it, and oh, sorry, Kyle. All right, sorry, Kenny. We replaced your heart with a potato. You have three seconds to live. Oh my God, they killed Kenny again. Yeah. I can't believe they got George Clooney for that. That was, that was impressive. I didn't uh, even know that was him. Yeah, yeah, it's him playing his like ER role. It's... Oh my gosh, that 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 hits a little bit different now. Yeah, yeah, it's a great scene. Oh my, yeah, you're right. The Saddam slash Satan relationship is one of the highlights of this fucking movie. Fucking hilarious. It's so funny. Saddam is such a dirty little bastard. Uh, yeah, it's... He liked it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he pulls out his dick. Like, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He pulls out his dick in this movie, and you're like, he's like, it's not even real. And I'm mm. just like, is sex all you ever think about? And I'm like, Saddam is that horny fucking teenage kid that we <laughs> yeah. all still have inside of us who just wants to fuck. And Satan is that that person, and I will say this in quotes, that you marry that's like, I'm tired. I don't have time. Da, da, da. Like You're like, holy shit. Like, why am I relating to this activity right now? <laughs> like, hello. Hey, Satan. Come on. Just touch it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and this movie, it's, it's like it knew what the fuck was going to happen in the future? Because I remember watching it in 1999 and thinking there's no way anything like this would ever happen because the movie kind of presents Americans like Nazis. You know, they, they're racist. They're trying to push their ideals on others. They want to kill people who don't believe them in their ideals. They want to force a a war. Uh, They want to kill their own people that, you know, don't agree with them. It's all Sheila's fault. Yeah, all because they want to serve Sheila's vision, right? Mothers against Canada. Awfully (laughs) fucking familiar to Uh, real life. Mothers against Canada is pretty close to a current movement. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty dead on balls, like what is going on today. So I thought it was really crazy of that. Uh, I love that they make fun kind of both sides, you know, both Canadians and Americans in ways. Yes. Um, Like you, you touched on it before. The, the blatant racism in the army. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was terrible. I could not. In- oh my, hey, we're gonna call Squad One Human Shield. 
raise your hands if you're in squad one. And it's like, uh, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then the other squad, uh, try not to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Stay far back so and try not to get killed. We'll we'll let the kill dying to squad one. Like, god damn it. I, I did like when they because I know it's kind of they always do like running jokes of celebrities in this show and movie, but I like that they had um the Baldwin brothers because there's so yeah. many of them. Yeah. And they go to blow them all up and you're just laughing and it's like, haha, you forgot me. And they kill them. And it's so it's so stupid and on the nose, but it's also really funny because you're like, God damn, how many Baldwins really are there? Like now I want to do my research. Yeah, and they kill the Arquettes as well. <laughs> yeah, they killed the Arquettes, which is sad <laughs> because uh Dewey deserved better. But yeah, absolutely. Uh then there's um, a whole side story where Stan is looking for the clitoris. Oh <laughs> my god. God, like I could not watch this movie in front of my kids because no, no. he can't. That's why I'm. That's why I'm reviewing right now in my dungeon that is the garage because right. I, I was like I didn't want to sit there and be like, hey, yeah, Stan looking for the clitoris <laughs> the whole time. Like that was so fucking hilarious because he's asking everybody he runs across, how do you find the clitoris? Where's the clitoris? And it's just <laughs> that running joke that dudes just can't find the fucking clitoris, and yeah. then you get it. At the fucking <laughs> like end of the movie, hey Stan, you must. He's I found the clitoris. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, they they literally showed a clitoris <laughs> just on its own, fucking... just like a, like a big fucking fleshy mountain in a in a forest. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you had Jesus in the American army, yeah. getting ready to fight the Canadians, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Oh that, yeah, um, that that was super funny. Uh, the Blame Canada song is obviously famous because blame canada makes this movie academy award nominated film south park bigger longer and uncut oh yes no way absolutely because of the music blame canada was voted uh was nominated for best song and was performed live by robin by robin williams at the academy awards that year Oh my god you have to watch it dude robin williams doing blame canada at the oscars is one of the greatest clips ever I was uh, say he probably just delivered on every facet. Oh, he he he's fan. I mean, he's my favorite comedian ever. I said fantastic, like so good. So were you were you the guy that they recruited the mole? Yeah, the, that's the, who the I, French that's guy. Who you were? Yeah, I was like that. That's that's fucking Steve right there. He's the mole. I do not like dogs. <laughs> that, Get a better French weird. accent than the fucker and the nun. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, you leave him alone. I yeah. love Maurice. I know. Yeah, I, I like the the mole character. Although he's, yeah, I, I think he only came back to the show like once after this. He wasn't uh, yeah, a very popular character. Oh, no, man, no one dies right. for real, other than um, Chef, who eventually dies for real, but no one else dies for real. Well, he left the show for a while. Yeah, they they kicked him out of the show after the whole Scientology. Scientology thing. He got pissed off. What about the whole, uh, the other, the other side story on this too is um, getting Cartman with the V chip so he can't Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's That was funny. Cartman, out of all these characters in this entire franchise, Cartman to me is just, he, he is perfect. Like, so funny. He's like, respect my authority. (laughs) That's a great episode. have you ever been in the Schleisen? German Scheister video? <laughs> Mom, if you were ever in a German Scheister video, would you tell me? Uh, yes, Cartman, I would. That was so, oh like, my God. I bet you it's Cartman's mom in the, that German shit video. Oh my God, that is, is Cartman's Kurt- mom. <laughs> and you just turned yes. that like, shit on. 
mom. Like, oh my god, it. that was funny. Cartman is so great, and it's always it's funny too because they it's always the foreshadowing, right? I guess you even get it in the anime animated yeah. movies because his power or his electricity eventually helps him lead to fight the uh, yeah the because uh, Terrence and Philip die after mm-hmm. you know they were uh, to be executed by Sheila, which is crazy. Like Sheila yeah. just fucking pops him in the head, and then Satan comes to comes to Earth, and mm-hmm. like that's a whole thing too, like. Him and Saddam, like so he was gonna leave Saddam, and right. finally made up with him, brought him with him. Like I think yeah. that that part of the movie, like at that point, it kind of started slowing down a little. Yeah, for me. yeah, it overstayed his welcome a little too long. <laughs> uh... Yeah, because it was like everything was funny, and it's funny because that's where the story was supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. End of the world, Terrence and Philip dying. That's what caused Satan to conquer Earth or whatever. Um, but it's like, even though you know it's going there, it's been so funny and good that you finally get there and you're like, yeah, but you already told me all this was going to happen. Right, right, yeah. So now I'm seeing it and I'm not as excited as I used to be, like, or that I was leading up to it. Although one thing that made me laugh so much near the end there at the USO show is when they bring out Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder? With her ping pong <laughs> oh trick. God, ping pong they trick, put yeah. it in a first person view yes, like, of one of the and she got her legs spread and ping pong balls are just hitting guys in the face and the look on the guys as ping pong balls are just like hitting their eyeballs and their nose yes <laughs> oh my Fuck god you, that was funny let me show you my ping pong trick <laughs> and i'm like i kind of want to see that in person but not really like yeah but whoa, then that... then they uh they show that she actually had a paddle yeah so. but still i want to see the real thing though yeah, yeah so fun so fucking funny just little moments like that, I think, is what it made this movie kind of brilliant at times. They'd have just these little jokes that, yeah, for just for and, the hell of it, we, yeah. So, so Kenny doesn't die, like it was teased, right? In in all the trailers and stuff. He well, he, he he does no, he does he, die in the movie, right? So, but not not forever. I guess is what I'm saying. No. Like he's not written off. No, he's not. He he didn't end up getting written off. They decided to keep him because people liked him so much. Uh, although it would have been a nice ending for Kenny because he makes he's the one who kind of helps everyone by convincing yeah. Satan that Saddam is no good, no good anymore. Yeah, then break up with him. Just we leave actually him. see uh, Kenny go to heaven. That's how the movie yeah. ends. You know, which yep. is fucking awesome. I thought that was a pretty cool ending that Kenny uh, kind of goes up there. It, it just seeing those female angels with their tits hanging out. It was yeah. just crazy to me. Like, but we did see uh, Kenny without his hood. And talk for yeah. the first time in this. Yep. Because now yep. he talks a lot on the show. I don't know if you've seen anything in the last like Fuck, it's five to ten years. Very sporadic, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know so there did... was a whole a whole like part of the series where he takes off his fucking hood again and is yeah, just yeah. like a normal king. Yeah, he yeah, he, he doesn't put the hood on nearly as much anymore. It's not like a, a thing, you know, like where you yeah. can't understand him. But this was the first time that we got to see Kenny what guy Kenny actually looked like, which was crazy at the time, you know? It's like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, funny, funny side story. Um, when this came out and we were watching it as kids, my cousin, uh, Andres, he uh, got really good artistic ability. So he would buy construction paper and he would make the characters. And I shit mm. you not. Maybe maybe it's my memories as a kid. Right. It wasn't as cool as I thought, but he would make the characters legit out of paper. And he would take them to school and sell them to people. That's awesome. Uh, it was like a, a poor man's sticker back in the day. Right. Uh, and he was making good money, man. He would sell them to us too. And we're like, we're fucking cousins. Come on. But uh, nice. yeah, that I mean, 
South Park is is fucking great. I mean, it's just so hard to watch. I think maybe if I had it, well, I had it available to me, but I guess I, the interest wasn't really there as a teenager. Because mm-hmm. um, now that I have kids, like I'll put it on in the background when I'm working from home, but I don't really watch it because it's always like the same episode, like right. repeat almost times. But uh, yeah, like I would love to maybe one day sit down and start from episode one <laughs> yeah. and just watch it as it evolves over the years because it's it's only gotten like crazy. Oh yeah, more more gory. It's got video games. Oh, it's yeah. got all kinds of shit, dude. The the fractured butthole and the stick of truth. Oh, have which you I played get those it games? right now, but not during trivia. No, I, I watched uh, I watched playthroughs of them because oh, they were like, dude, they're based. so good. They're so good. I always felt because I didn't know the lore so well that it wasn't mm. for me. Oh no, it so. it doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't need to know the lore to no, not for the games. Like, didn't they change? Didn't they change the gameplay from turn based to something else most recently? Like with their latest game. Uh, uh, fractured. Which one was? Uh, yeah, fractured, fractured but whole was the second. second. Yeah, it was a little bit different than uh, Stick of Truth. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, what are some of your favorite lines and songs wow. in this movie? Uncle Fucker is just the fucking <laughs> funniest fucking song. Like, I I get Blame Canada and it's and it's fame, mm-hmm. uh, but Uncle Fucker was just. If ever you show me something like with Terrence and Philip, that's immediately what yeah, I yeah. <laughs> right. Not not to just fart on your grave or anything like that. It's Uncle Fucker all the time. Um, as far as lines, I can't say that I have like a particular line more than I just love like just the raw pure raunchiness. Like I I love that shit. It's it's everything that I like in the boys. It it's like when shows dare to go there, I love them for that risk because. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for a fucking show to do something like this. And yeah. they've been doing it since 97, man. But uh Cartman's definitely my favorite. The clitoris fucking side <laughs> stories is so stupid and wild. Stan throwing up as much as he was on Wendy, mm-hmm. um, which I know is a main thing for a while it's, there. Yeah, it's a TV show uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I can't say a specific line, but definitely Uncle Fucker is hilarious. I hope it's the bumper for this episode at the end uh, no i might put um robin williams blame canada, uh, blame canada. <laughs> okay yeah I, i've done what uncle fucker you? in in the past I, thought, in, uh, I was gonna say i thought you did it before I, I did uncle fucker once and i also did uh some of the satan stuff in, in the past oh, as well is sex all you ever oh that's about? that's what i did so no it was on horror squad uh we did us an episode where the devil was featured somehow i don't remember wh- which episode it was and i said I found a clip online in, in like the during the episode. I said I found a clip online of like people who said that they heard the voice of Satan in some pit in Russia. And like they put like yes, mics down there. I remember. And yes. I, I I plugged it on like Discord and I told everyone like, oh my god, it's the creepiest clip ever. And then it starts off shit. with like Gregorian oh, chanting, yeah. and then it yeah. it switches to Satan. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, I would. I'm definitely. I listen to all the bumpers, um, Mm -hmm. for the end because they're always fucking amazing. But what what was your favorite? Obviously, I think Blink Canada was probably your favorite, right? No, Uncle Fucker's the one I remember the most, right? Like before this, it's just it's so raunchy and something that would never happen today. No, there ain't nobody singing the song about fucking your uncle. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you know, it's it's like so over the line that it's funny you know just how but they needed but to if, have that for the this movie because this sets up the whole movie right about how wrong anyone is. 
if anyone was going to do something raunchy again, it would definitely be these guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. They actually dressed as um, famous like dresses when they went to the Oscars that year. Like oh, one of them yes, wore uh, JLo's dress and one of them wore like Sia's dress or I don't remember like what the other one was. But yeah, they, they really played it up. They're wild, dude. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines and such a like small line, but it makes me laugh every time is when Cartman, when they went to see the movie and none of the other kids in the town had seen the movie yet. And he's like, I saw the movie. Who wants to touch me? I said, who wants to <laughs> fucking touch me? Touch me. I remember that. Cartman is just so, look at him like, he's such a fucking asshole in the best way. He is. You know, it just, yeah, it made me laugh so much. I, I love that fucking line. And then I loved, like I said, the Saddam slash scene stuff. Like, I love your red ass. <laughs> like, all this. Saddam wants to do is fuck in this yeah, yeah. entire movie. That's all he and wants to do. Satan is so over it, but then he gives in because he kind of he loves it. You know, like yeah. he likes he likes it, but he just is that all you think about? I'm like, oh my god, how many times have I heard that in my fucking life? <laughs> like, yes, yes, it is. Is that how <laughs> the, the situation? Like, uh, this, this movie is for it being a musical is fucking. It's it's where it needs to be, the raunchiness and everything. So. Um, unless you have anything else to add, you rate it first, man. It's your movie. Oh, you know what? We'll rate it first, and then we'll give Todd's a rating. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, you first. Yeah, so I'll rate it first. So, I mean, I didn't... I, I've i seen it many times. I have it on DVD, but I hadn't watched it probably in seven-ish years. And I think it still holds up. Like, is it as funny and as... Like great as I remembered it from '99. No, I mean it's a little childish at times, and some of the jokes yeah. are maybe like didn't age as well. But I still give it four stars out of five. I enjoy the fuck out of it. The songs are good, like they're raunchy, they but they're catchy as fuck. Like they they did yeah. a really good job of interpreting these songs. So I liked it. Four out of five. Um, I'm a little bit lower only because, haha, mom, I finally got to see it at the age of 36. <laughs> right. Stop me. Um, but I, I mean, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good watch, uh, for this one time. Um, I'm at a three. Um, hmm. it was a little raunchy. The end kind of died out for me. And yeah, man, we've seen obviously greater, bigger things animated and stuff, but, um, it was, it was still a fun watch. I love Cartman. <laughs> I love the South Park boys. I love the minds behind South Park because, you don't create something like this and succeed for as long as they have without it ever getting stale. I mean, these guys have gone from 97 to current without any bumps in between. Mm -hmm. So in the controversy everywhere, and I applaud them for that. But three for me, four for you and Toddy boy. Oh holy my God. Shit. So I'm, just to preface it, I looked at it on uh, Letterboxd today. 22 of my Letterboxd friends have reviewed this. Not a single one under three stars. So three stars is the lowest one from my letterbox. But in Wiggles in Todd into the uh, letterbox <laughs> yeah. score with a whopping one and a half stars out of five. God damn, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I did text him. I, I did want clarification on it. And so um, I will say, uh, let's see, where did I put it? I said, you gave South Park a one and a half laughing my ass off. He said it was painfully unfunny. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how you get painfully unfunny from <laughs> where's the clitoris, Saddam's dick, Uncle Fucker, and a 
horde of other nasty, <laughs> crazy things, and then turn around and say that fucking the boys and all that shit is hilarious because you're not that far off. No, I, I know. Mean, but Todd is our special boy. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> the youngest. He's the youngest one out of all of us, but yes. the oldest at heart. So, um, yeah, I don't know where we're going after this. I know Starfield's coming up. I think that's so, our next one. No, right? the next one is actually our Halloween special where we're okay. going to review Friday the 13th and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the games. Um, gotcha. Just just a little thing for Halloween, and the episode afterward is going to be Starfield. Starfield, and then Todd's movie. But since he's not here, we don't know what his movie is going to be yet. <laughs> we don't know so, what it's going to be yet. So, but we'll um, let you know next so, week or next episode with Friday Thirteenth and uh, Texas Chainsaw yep. Massacre. The games for our Discord people, um, you know these games are way fun, way more fun to play in a group. Uh, so those of you interested, we'll set up something hopefully soon. I know you guys yeah. have all been playing off and on here and there. Um, I actually have not touched TCM other than downloading it. Um, so I'm eager to get in, to get destroyed, and experience all the chaos that we are known for when playing mm-hmm. together. So um, look look for that coming out here soon on the Discord where we'll post um, a tentative date, a start time. I know we're all over the world, yeah. uh, basically, or I should say uh, uh, the, the the northern yeah you know what i'm saying fuck it yeah. <laughs> uh uh but yeah be on the lookout uh we hope you enjoyed our review of south park bigger better and uncut yeah um, I, I just want to say one thing before we end the show though uh, i don't like to end the show on something so bummer but i have to absolutely mention it because i just want to wish a absolute banging heavenly birthday to our boy chuck uh it's his birthday this week uh, and yeah. i can't go on without mentioning it i miss that motherfucker every single day so happy birthday chucky boy i'm sure he's just playing games he's he's right up he's gonna be right there with us man playing tcm you better not laughing uncle fucker up (laughs) oh he is you know he is (laughs) dude yeah definitely i mean you put it on there man there's not a day go by i mean i told my wife this the other day you know, it's very rare that you meet someone who's so impactful in your life that you never physically met in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Chuck was all that. I mean, because of Chuck, um, I got a signature from Nightmare Christie uh, dedicated <laughs> to him, uh, which is good. And then Thor, you know, I got to share the story with Ryan Hurst about how he was playing Thor Ragnarok alongside Chuck. Uh, and then, you know, unfortunately he passed away in April. And I haven't really had the heart to get back to it because, you know, you lose someone like that. But yeah. Like you said, man, happy heavenly birthday to our boy, Chuck. You're missed every single day, not just by us, but by all the hearts that you touch, man. Um, so hope hope you're looking down at us and not being too hard on our criticisms uh, no. for some of these movies. He, Go he, ahead and be hard on Todd. He, he'd, be a, he'd be like a four at least, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would be, he'd be singing it. He would send us in the audio question with uh, him singing it. So yeah, love absolutely. you, man, and I miss you. All right, and that's it for uh, this that week. That is it. Yep, so we'll see you on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We'll see you on Friday the 13th. More importantly, we'll see you throughout this whole fucking spooky fucking month, man. I hope you're all going to celebrate it in the best ways possible. So until next time, we will catch you on the flip side. Later. Bye.
And finally, with Blaine Canada from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, please welcome Academy Award winner, Robin Williams. Oh my God, they killed Kenny! have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fart and curse. Should we blame the government or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? Now, blame Canada. Blame Canada. It seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. We need to form a full assault. Don't blame yourself. For your son, Stan He saw the darn cartoon And now he's off to join the clan And my boy Eric once Had my picture on his shelf But now when he sees me He tells me to f*** myself Blame Canada Blame Canada Because when Canada is gone There'll be no north to lead the earth